It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Hey everybody, it's Peter Nielsen and my lovely wife Joyce, and welcome to Living Your Purpose podcast. We appreciate you, and if you're just watching this for the first time, after you see this episode, if you like the content, just press the subscribe button below. Also, for all the people that are listening throughout the country, whether it's the West Coast, the East Coast, my friends up in Canada, I hope that the skies above you are cooperating. We are weeks away from a new season called spring, <laughs> and I'm super excited because every single day, it's 30 seconds more of sunlight. My baby works way better in hot weather with a lot of sunlight, so if it's good for her, it's great for me. And um, we're going to be talking about something today that I think is so vitally important. A lot of times people will email me throughout the decades, you know, from doing television and speaking all over the world. And a lot of people will get stuck because of their goodness, because of how good they are. And I know that may sound like an oxymoron, but a lot of times a person will get kind of warm and cozy in a place and they stay there maybe too long and so today I want to just talk about on how sometimes our goodness can bury God's greatness if we don't listen to the prompts that a lot of times life uh, and our creator sends our way I mean it happens in all our lives. Would you agree? Yeah, it sure does. If if you're good at something, um, you preach your comfort zone, and you almost go into a place of tranquility and complacency mm-hmm. where you're lacking ambition to strive to do better because you're coasting along. You know, and this woman doesn't even realize. It's like I always say I, I've lived the life of 10 men, and I say that with humility because God has just showered my life with uncommon favor. And I've been working hard since I've been 15 years old. And after winning 50 bodybuilding titles, two near-death experiences, and really becoming, um, in my opinion, successful on many different planes of life financially, um, getting my health back, relationships, you do get comfortable. And I remember a few times in my life that God just, he cornered me, he prompted me. Um, Joyce motivates me because, you know, I'm in my my fourth quarter of my life and many people are taking their foot off of the gas pedal. And the, the love that we have, the relationship that we have, what I feel from the inside out with her soul, God bringing me Joyce and my two amazing stepkids is that I want to put my pedal down to the floor and finish strong. And that's what we want to talk about because, you know, could I coast? I can coast. But I believe that God's blessings of five years ago, you know, are not always what they're intended to be for today. He's got new uh, breakthroughs and, and new miracles and new things for us, new chapters of our lives. So I would be the first person to admit there's been many times in my life that I've said, God, I'm good. You have 
you have just knocked my socks off on how you've blessed me. And when you get to that point, yes, you could enjoy it. But if you stay in that mode too long, then you may miss that divine intervention of what God wants to do next in your life. If you wait too much longer and you continue to talk about your your past, you know, accolades, you become a has been. And and I'm not <laughs> I'm not being rude to anybody. I'm even speaking to myself because it's it's always even in television, it's you know, in, in boxing we call it um, you're as good as your last fight. You're as good as your last TV show. You're as good as your last Mr. Universe. So my point to each and every one of you is what are you doing each and every day to move forward? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think that that is uh, just a powerful application is to whether it's whiteboard it, whether it's dream together, whether it's with your, your spouse, your dear friends, is how are you going to get from point A to point B? A lot of times a person has an amazing job. Um, they get bonuses. They're getting paid well. They're, you know, in the small percentile of what people make in the country. And they may have admirations and dreams, but because of how good they're doing, that nail that you're sitting on is not deep enough in your butt to, to create pain that will literally make you get up and move. Um, I hope I'm speaking to someone out there because it's so vitally important. You know? Agreed. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's like the other things is it even you could take it in any area that you really choose. You could take it in either um, working out where all of a sudden you're getting in certain shape and you just want to maintain. But maybe you want to increase your lean tissue. Maybe you want to, you know, um, put more definition on. You got to put in the sweat equity and, and it makes all the sense in the world. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Uh, my thoughts are people have lots of reasons for not wanting to push themselves further. And I think one of the rominated ones would be fear of failure. Yeah. And, and on that note, a lot of times people um, will not do something because they do feel they're going to fail. Um, but I feel that, you know, what do they always say? You are who your friends are. Um, try to associate yourself with people that have similar um, dreams or goals. Uh, people that are going to lift you up instead of tear you down. People that are going to talk life into you instead of dim your light. Um, the motivating factors that I even said a moment ago about Joyce, um, that's how I feel about even you know, God, you know, meaning it's like God motivates me because he constantly feeds me um, ideas and dreams that are in my heart. And then it's up to me with this little thing called free will for us to get off of our, our butt and to make that happen. But fear um, could be used as rocket fuel 
but fear could also cripple you and keep you in those black fuzzy slippers um, and not wanting to make a maneuver, especially if you're in a comfort situation. Yeah. Another thing that you could do is just assess what is my risk of settling. And you could break it down to looking for um, what the long-term results would be if you didn't go ahead, um, like especially if you're debating maybe changing into a new career where you're comfortable now, you're good at what you do, but you have the potential and this opportunity out there yep. to become so much more and maybe bring you closer to um, pursuing your passion and fulfilling your purpose. But you just, you know, again, you're, you're scared you're not going to succeed. You, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> um, another thing, I guess, and that can make, keep you at good, you know, over great. And I, I you're think, holding yourself back and you're missing opportunities and eventually you can start declining in that area that you're good at because you're not pushing yourself or motivating yourself and you're just staying complacent. I think another, and on that note, I, I agree with Joyce, it's so important to believe your own stuff. For example, and this is, this is real life, for example, before the pandemic, you know, I'm, I'm doing conventions and doing keynote speaking engagements with 10, 15,000 people in a convention center. Once the pandemic hit, I didn't even know what a Zoom was. And then coming out of the pandemic, everybody was apprehensive on buying tickets to be, I mean, we just had COVID because we went to, I, I think we went to a kid's, you know, wrestling practice match and there was, you know, probably a thousand people there. So you do have risks, but you're not going to like, you know, just keep yourself in a bubble because of, of that fear factor. But I will say that coming out of the pandemic, going into events, you're apprehensive a little because it's different. It's a different world. It's a different world. And, and when you start guessing, are people going to come to this event? Are people going to buy tickets? You know, we're, we're in, you know, somewhat of a recession in the sense that prices are just so much higher. So if it gets in your mind, then what ends up happening is if you don't believe in your dream, if you don't believe in self, then there's no way anyone else is going to believe in what you're doing. So I think a, a big application to this is, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe in what you want to try to do, whether you have a nine to five and you want to, as Joy said, switch gears and become more entrepreneurial? Do you believe in yourself enough? Do you have enough faith that God has burnt this in your heart? I believe that there's a due date for for everything that God has burnt into each and every one of our hearts. I think, um, and I see athletes do it all the time. You can naturally have an ability at something and be good at it and be on a good team, but you'll see the athletes that really strive and, and go the distance and leave that legacy are the ones that on the off season, they're still pushing themselves every day. Right. They're training nonstop. They put it in their mindset 
of um, reaching a different goal every day or the valedictorian of that class. Right. See, they, they go above and beyond every day, constantly pushing themselves, constantly trying to strive to meet something new. Um, so on that note, what would you recommend, Peter, some strategies for overcoming the good trap? On, on for for overcoming the good trap, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a I mean it's a great it's a great um, line and a great um, yeah it's mind provoking, uh, and, and again I, I go back to my own experiences um, when you succeed and you succeed well, it's hard to keep that staying power for a lifetime. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to celebrate that victory. But then once that victory settles, you need to then be gold-oriented with your mindset and you need to continue. When I won a Mr. America, I didn't stop training. I picked out for maybe a weekend, maybe four days, and then I would continue to put in all that road work and all that hard sweat equity in the gym because I was already looking for winning the Mr. Universe competition and then the World Cup. So, and then after that, and, and this is a, a, a good, on what you just said, after that, I won like literally almost every bodybuilding title there is other than the Mr. Olympia because I, and that's a whole other episode because I didn't want to get into the steroids and the drugs and all that kind of stuff. But I then needed to segue. I had a rough time after winning all those bodybuilding titles. I didn't know at the age of 23, 24, and then I, I came out of retirement at 30, like, but I was already in the health club industry. Like, what am I going to do next? And what I could say is that if you're a runner, if you're a great, you know, if you're great at something that Joyce just mentioned, and you've reached some success, and now you're looking to move it forward and not get stuck in that goodness, uh, and, and not be that greatness that you have that potential to be, is then you need to think within that there's this transformer, how I call it. And if I could be the best in bodybuilding, then I can be the best in marriage. If I could be the best and I could champion bodybuilding, then I could champion being a good entrepreneur, uh, getting into business. And so when, when people ask me, what am I doing today? It's like my, my next Mr. Universe competition is life, being successful in life. And to me, that is, you know, being healthy so that I can be a good provider and supporter and lover and best friend to, and, and a protector to my wife and to my kids and my family. Um, so I think one of the most important things is you got to believe in yourself. You got to write down your goals. You got to speak it. You got to speak it. Someone like like Joyce and I, we have such beautiful conversations, but a lot of times it's just in my mind. When I have a conversation with you, <laughs> really, when I have a conversation with you, 
it comes out of my... I'm afraid to ask what I say in your mind. <laughs> no, but, but the beautiful thing is, follow me, everybody, and, and this is important. So many times, God, he impregnates me with an idea. And I dwell on it for a while, and then if I didn't love her the way I love her, some, some of the ideas that her and I, we've talked about, I would feel foolish to even bring it up to her. But I have such a love and a trust for my wife, for you, that then well, God is impregnated, or, or maybe it wasn't God, maybe it's just my, my ambitious mind, and all of a sudden, I'm bubbling that out and, and listening to it. Now, all of a sudden, I'm hearing it for the first time out in the universe. <laughs> and then Joyce will give me her take on it, regardless if she doesn't like it, regardless if she does like it, she, she basically communicates it with love so that I don't feel foolish and want to crawl under the table thinking that that was the stupidest thing that I ever said. <laughs> but sometimes those kind of brainstorming sessions create the beginning of the miracle. Because there's many times that I have something that I want to do to get unstuck. I mention it to her, and then she compounds the idea so that one and one instead of two, one and one is a million. Um, so get good counsel, get somebody that you trust, that you could truly articulate a dream, an idea, um, you know, a, a new maneuver in your life, whether it's relocating or whether it's a new occupation. Yeah. The worst thing someone could ever do is not, pursue what's in your heart because you're too cozy or you have too much fear of, as Joy said, of not hitting the mark or failing and status quo, making enough money to pay my bills and I don't want to rock the boat. And all I can say is there was one time, and I won't get deep into this, but there was one time and I always use that black fuzzy slipper analogy. I still have those Uggs upstairs. And I just remember one time God was pushing at me. He was poking me until he finally cornered me. And everything was hunky-dory. Everything was cozy. Making enough money, uh, saving a little, paying bills, uh, enjoying my life. And... God just basically was speaking to my heart. I want more. And I'm like, you want more? I'm loving on people. I'm, I'm doing the TV. I'm, I'm doing the clubs. I'm doing this. I'm doing the physical therapy business. And when God spoke to me, what he was really saying, my analogy, uh, and you can put it into your own words, is that I was on this cruise liner in the middle of the beautiful ocean with the sun shining on me. And God wanted more. And he had something that he had just for me. And it was this magnificent other cruise liner. But I needed to get out of my black fuzzy slippers and I needed to get in the water. I needed to get uncomfortable for a moment and swim over to that other uh, cruise liner that had my name written on it. That's, in my opinion, what God has for each of us. He has 
we were born on purpose for living a purpose. And just to wrap this show in a bow, we all have that. And sometimes our goodness, our comfort, buries God's greatness for where he wants to elevate us. Right? Yeah. I think everyone should do a little self-reflection and email yeah. us your comments or on social media email us your thoughts on the subject things that you're going through topics that you might want to hear how can people reach us before um we uh close this show yeah if you want to email it's peter at peternielsen.com you can find us on instagram facebook youtube of course click the subscribe button if you like our video podcast version and we're so excited our TV show, Peter's Principles, is um, on a national platform on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Astound TV Network. We're on Roku, on DBTV Worldwide uh, every Saturday and Sunday um, at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So um, we're just super excited to be able to um, be entrusted with these platforms to love on each and every one of you. So we, we do appreciate that. Yeah, and of course the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, yeah. Blog Talk. Yeah, I mean, any place that you uh, listen to your favorite podcast, uh, you'll be able to find us. And then you could also favorite that so that it's there for you every week. And, it, and this show comes on every Thursday, um, you know, and... Um, we just hope that whatever you're going through, if there's something on the inside that's putting a, I call it a check in your spirit, um, and you feel that there's something that you should be doing, maybe you haven't been uh, that obedient to yourself or to your creator, and you're supposed to make a maneuver, whether it's getting out of a toxic relationship, whether it's moving an occupation, whether you're supposed to relocate because there's more opportunity across the country. Whatever that is, it's there for a reason. And God, you know, how I look at our amazing creator is that he's never going to be screaming at you. He'll come to you as a gentleman and just whisper the steps that you need to be taken. And then we have this little thing called free will. And so many times we go around that same mountain dozens more times than need be. So let this be a moment, as Joy says, to reflect, to soul search, um, so that you do have that opportunity. Yeah, you can find yourself a mentor or a role model and emulate some of the things that made them successful in the area that you are striving to be. Do your research, do your homework, and just don't give up on yourself. Amen to that. Listen, everybody, we hope that you have a great week. Joyce and I just, uh, we constantly have hope for you. We constantly hope that you truly find your passion that collides into your purpose. And until next week, God bless each and every one of you.